0: Morning with Daryl McIntyre presented by Abe's Door Service with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca Yes, indeed, great having Abe's on board as our sponsor of This Morning on 630 Ched. You know them. They're locally built, third-generation family business. they have been serving Edmonton and area for 44 years. So you know that if it's for repairs or installations or emergency calls, you, you make Abe's door service your first and only call. You get a fast 24-7 response. And real people, like they say, answer the phone every single day and night. There's no answering service there. You get people. It's very cool. And if you do want to do it online, abesdoor.ca is a place to go. We were talking a little bit earlier today about uh, student loan debt and the Leger poll that was done for Embark, which is uh, basically a student financing organization. They help people get, uh, they, there are ESPs figured out in government grants, et cetera. So they commissioned the poll and it talks about some 79% of kids uh, being uh, of the opinion that student loan debt is debilitating once they get done their schools so we were talking a lot about options and that kind of thing so RESP's uh, seem to be the best one a lot of people were saying they just can't afford it uh, you know how do you you know they're they're struggling to make ends meet there's lots of others who, who are saying it doesn't take an awful lot or do this uh because they said uh, definitely the way to go get grandparents etc or aunts or uncles so instead of great big birthday presents or whatever for, for birthdays or Christmas or something like that, you get them something small, but you take a chunk of change and you, you add to the kids, R-E-S-P, uh, especially if you don't like a material world these days, right? Uh, this one texture says, by doing that, they got three kids through university, so... Uh, clearly the best start. Sometimes you just got to go and find a way. So talking stresses there in some cases in reference to finances. But look, every day, it's back to school for some kids already today in some uh, school divisions. For Edmonton, uh, kids will be back to school on uh, Tuesday, the day after the long weekend. So it's pretty timely that Dr. Gans Ferens is joining us for his uh, monthly visit. Uh, how does it make you feel? Because school, there can be a whole bunch of different feels uh, popping in there. Dr. Gans, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Daryl? I'm good. I don't get the feels because I don't have kids going back. I, I get the <laughs> feels for a transition of season, I suppose. So if, oh, yeah. you, if you add that to all the other things at school, is I, this is nothing to sneeze at. It's it's a it's an important time of the year.
1: Oh, it is. And you know, you you're talking about the financial stress mm. of you know higher education and stuff. And I, I you know, honestly, I've had parents of young children uh, feel this stress already. I mean, I've had lots of parents talking about how am I going to put my kids through, you know, university and, and you know, what's what's going to happen with that. So this time of year, it can bring up a lot of stuff that you have, the change of seasons and, and all these different things happening. So, yep, absolutely. Good uh, good time to talk about how to manage stress and how to make back-to-school transition more smooth and more fun for everybody involved.
0: Well, I guess that's a, that's an interesting way of looking at it, too. So you have parents who are not only worried about their little Johnny or little Sue whether they're gonna make friends at school but they're mm-hmm. also they're also looking 12 years down the road oh, yeah. are we Holy cow, that can be a lot. So uh, I don't know where should we you want to start with adults or you want to start with kids to try and figure <laughs> out some tips to get through this transition period. Well, I I think the most
1: important, one of the most important things is to practice routines as you get back to school. Now, some people are going to a new school, some people are going to an old school, you know, even like uh, university uh, adults, right, going to uh, university for the first or second time. It's always good to practice your your routines and, and what I'm talking about. Yeah, especially your sleep wake routines, like uh, you know, for those of us in Edmonton, we have a few more days to get the kids into a routine of sleeping at a regular time and getting up at a regular time. Um, that's really really important because if your body is if your body clock's out, uh, you're going to struggle, right? And so if the kid's body clock is out, the parent's body clock is out, and that's not that's not fun for anybody. But even things like how do you get to them from school, transferring, you know, if you're taking public transportation or you got a school bus or whatever the thing is. You want to make sure you know what that is, because when you when you have it's it's kind of the reason we we did we do fire drills. We go through the process uh, under low stress, so that during the time of stress, we already know we've already built that. Neural pathway, so it's a lot easier for us to get get that uh, that one action accomplished. When you do that, it reduces your stress, helps you have some confidence, and uh, just helps you the whole transition move a lot more smoothly, really both for little kids, for parents, and also for uh, older, like high school students, and and also folks going to university.
0: And as you were starting that, I was going, "Well, come on, Doctor Gens, is just all logistical stuff." You, know, I thought you're a psychologist, you know, but there that is the connection. If 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 all that logistical stuff is handled and put out of the way then you can deal with some of that emotional stress. Whether it's positive or negative, excitement or fear or trepidation or whatever, it sets you up to deal with that better absolutely you know that's the thing and you hit on a really important thing because a lot of times we think about these little
1: like like nuts and bolts types of things as oh that's no big deal but they do add when they're not done properly they do add to what we call the toxic stress load right so it might not be one thing it might be a whole bunch of things that gang up on you and so when you can take some of that stuff off the plate Obviously, you have less stress, you have more capacity for uh, engaging in what you want to do to accomplish your goals more quickly, more easily, but you also have a better time as well, you know. And, and I, I do this, like I've done this even with like when I was in graduate school, uh, when I had, you know, even though I, I knew the school, if I had like an important test coming up or whatever, I'd walk the path through the test room and just sit in the test room, look around, get used to it so that mm-hmm. I, I reduce that anxiety. Yeah. Or if I'm going for a job interview, I make sure I, <laughs> I I walk or drive or use the bus to the path that I'm going to go so I make sure I'm not going to be late uh, or any kind of a- mishaps that might happen. Anything you can do to reduce your overall stress load yeah. is going to be better for you.
0: Familiar- familiarity need not breed contempt. It can be- right. breed <laughs> comfort <laughs> and confidence. and that's yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you you we'll often talk about really sharing feelings, and you know what, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes people start to roll their... Like, okay, I'm one of them. Uh, you, you say, <laughs> oh, it's time to share my feelings, my eyes roll a little bit, but but it, it's absolutely true because if you don't give uh, your kids, and I, I'm thinking this is different depending on the age range of how right. you do it. If you're not in touch with where they really are feeling, maybe there's a yep. better way or a different way to ask them, but this is this is vital stuff.
1: it it is and this is you know i say from play school to high school and even beyond high school it's important to talk to kids about how they feel about anything but you know school is like the transition back to school is a good opportunity to start that discussion hey how are you how you doing around this are you ready you feel excited you feel stressed what's going on right um especially with little kids they don't like you know preschool up to maybe grades three or four they don't really always have the words for their feelings. So what you can do is, you know, sometimes people feel like there's a little stuff in their stomach and it might be excitement or it might be worry or whatever. Right. And help them work out some of the vocabulary for that with the bigger kids, especially the, um, adolescents, just opening the door, I think, is really important because, you know, we've all been adolescents, right? So we know we tend to be in our own heads, our own lives sometimes. But but knowing that your parents care and that they would like to talk to you, sometimes that's good enough, even if you don't actually talk. And it does open the door so that if there is something that comes up, they can actually speak to you about you know whatever might be happening with them and and get yeah. some good advice hopefully.
0: Well, here's a point that, that could hit different ages. You mentioned about helping the little kids find their feelings, but you have to, do you not have to be careful not to project because sometimes you know if you walk, in, hey, are you you're sure excited, I bet, huh? Aren't you? And they just kind of go, yeah, yeah, and then the older right. ones are going. Yeah. Yeah, I am. So do you, do you have to be careful how you do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great point. Yeah. You
1: want to, you want to make room for them and their feelings and ask them what's going on. And, you know, you can prompt them a little bit, but, but yes, you do have to be very careful that you're not sort of leading the way and they they just want to make you happy. So they go along with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, uh, the whole thing is just opening up to let them know that, you know
0: what, it's good for us to talk about all sorts of stuff, but especially our feelings and, you know, in this case, our feelings around going back to school. It's also good to talk about our own feelings as adults. So, why don't we take a quick break and then, Dr. Gans, let's talk about that. You got to focus on the parents sometimes, too. Yeah. Not sometimes, <laughs> you got to focus on everybody, but oh, let's, talk, yeah. let's talk about the parents when we come back, okay? Back in a moment with Dr. Gans' parents. Door service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of this morning with Daryl McIntyre. Guest with Daryl and with Dr. Gans, Ferrans, registered psychologist. Regular visit. How does it make you feel with Dr. Gans? Once a month, every uh, every mor- Once a month here on six thirty Chad this morning. So we we're talking about back to school and trying to find some 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 strategies I suppose or just yeah. coping mechanisms and we always tend to focus in on what the kids need and you all know. that but man if, uh, if if you're not if you're not taking care of yourself you can't set somebody else's stage
1: absolutely so, I mean you know I always say this uh, when I'm working with my clients or workshops or whatever it's the, the, the bottom line is the better you feel the better you do the better you feel the better you do and so if you're feeling good then you're going to do better at whatever your task is right in this case it's you know helping the kids get through transition to school or you know just setting the tone and and kids don't learn what we kind of want to teach them right they learn what they live they learn what they experience so being around a calm, healthy, um, well-adjusted nervous system helps them to feel calm, healthy, and well-adjusted with whatever they're dealing with. So if you can do all these things we're talking about and get yourself ready for back to school and you're, you're kind of excited or calm, it's gonna help the kids feel that as well. And, and, they, and this is where they do take the lead from us. And this is where it is appropriate for us to guide them and lead them, you know, still making room to hear what's going on for them but you know, when we can be in a good space, uh, which means we're, we're doing the self-care stuff, eating well, getting our sleep, getting exercise, talking to somebody who you know can help with emotions like myself or other health professionals. When we're doing that, it helps us to feel grounded. It helps us to feel solid. That sets the tone for the home. So the adults in the home set the tone and then the kids kind of respond to that. And even like, again, play school to high school to beyond.
0: Uh, what about the sentimentality of back to school? So, for the younger kids, you've seen some parents that are just uh, look at, "Oh, my baby's growing up," and, and it gets really emotional. And then you go in the latter part, uh, going through high school. Oh, they're just about done. My baby's right. grown up. Is, is is that something you need to embrace or try to temper? Because it can project onto the, onto the kids too. I don't know. Where where do well, you go? Yeah, with yeah, that? yeah. No, that's that's a great point. <laughs>
1: And and that is true, right? I mean, the last one going off to high school or the first one going to to, to kindergarten, right? Um, it, there is there is my all baby. that emotion that comes up. <laughs> I know my wife cried a lot the first time the kids went to school, so <laughs> lots of work for me to do that day. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, and and I think listen, first of all, if if feelings weren't if we weren't supposed to have feelings, that wouldn't be in us, right? They they are part of who we are, so it's okay. We, again, you want to work your, you know, do what you need to do to help yourself be solid and okay for the kids, but it's also okay to share with the kids how you're feeling. I'm really proud of you that you're going to school and I'm feeling all this emotion because you're my baby and you're going off to school. I'm really excited for you. And I feel and so the proud. The eyes roll.
0: And oh, mom, my dad, Jeez. <laughs> right. Right.
1: Or, or, you know, with a high school students, like, oh, it's grade 12 or your graduation. I'm going to have some tears. It's okay. Tears are okay. Just don't don't worry about it. This is how, you know, humans show emotions. So, you know, you can really normalize having feelings and showing emotions because you're having them and you're showing them. So that's it's actually a good thing for the kids to see that once we put it into context for
0: them. <laughs> uh, you like to talk about celebrating successes because oh, you, yeah. you have a right... To, to, to be proud and to be encouraged and and emboldened to continue down that successful run. So you get through the first day, do you just move on or do you do you, do you, do you sort of celebrate that that change in season, the change in a little bit of change in life, the new challenge, do you try to extend that celebration a little longer? You know,
1: when we feel good, we do better, generally, right? And celebration
0: is, uh, I
1: like to think of it as gratitude on steroids, <laughs> right? Um, it really is the fuel for future success. Once you're celebrating something, your, your energy is different. You feel good. You feel uh, emboldened and, and activated to get out and do more. So you want to look for things to celebrate as often as you can. So first day of school, first week of school, first month of school. I mean, don't, you know, just, don't make it hokey, right? Because, uh, because that's a danger. Be, <laughs> that's right. But, you know, like something like, ah, first, hey, listen, first week we got through it. Hey, let's go, let's go see a movie or let's go to a park or let's go get an ice cream. You know, it doesn't have to be a parade. It could be just something really simple, but just something to say, hey, we did it. We got through that. Way to go. Um, When we do that, we actually change our physiology because we're in a much more um, up-energy type of state, which means that we are feeling better, we're doing better, and everything else works a lot smoother. right? This is why you see athletes high-fiving and they celebrate a goal or whatever they're doing. That gets the momentum going and they they are much likely to um, be more successful as they go forward. If somebody, you know, makes a goal in hockey and everybody on the bench is looking at the phone, right? Like, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> oh, damn. That's not, yeah, I've got another goal, yay, right? But
0: unless um, they got it on
1: video. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you,
0: you, you really want to share these, um, these positive experiences with, with your team okay. and, the, and the families of the team. I, I I always I don't want to be the naysayer. And I, and I'm not because because in this way it sounds like this sets you up as long as you you, you can't just celebrate something that isn't there. So sometimes no. the kids will go back to school and they can have great anticipation and excitement. Things don't always go the way you think they would or you hope that they should or they can you have to keep the reality uh, line of communication open too, not just faux celebration, but real communication. Is how important right. is that, especially in the weeks after that first day? One hundred percent. I'm not one of these people that
1: thinks that you know um, everybody deserves a ribbon and all this other stuff. Like that's not how the world works, right? Um, it really does. Yeah, you have to earn it, earn what you're celebrating, and. Um, and it needs to be real. It can't be fake, otherwise it loses all, you know, all meaning. Right now, that doesn't mean though that we can't build the habit or the skill of looking for things to celebrate. Even if it's a crappy week, mm-hmm. we can celebrate the fact that we survived the crappy week. <laughs> you <laughs> yes. see what I'm saying? We're not denying that the, the week was bad, but we we can feel like, okay, you know what? That was a tough week but I got through it and I feel good that I got through. I'm going to celebrate that and let's look forward to next week and hopefully we can make some adjustments to make next week better. Perfect. Right. So you do tell the truth, but you can also look for things that are actually like real things to celebrate because you're right. Um, if you're, if you're if the full celebration is just going to, it's just going to weaken everything, and, and you lose all credibility with yourself and your
0: kids if you do that. I'll tell you what, Doc, let's check in in a month, shall we? Okay. Let's see how I'll, we're doing. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. We'll, we'll celebrate <laughs> or commiserate. I guess we'll see how things are going. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, good chatting with you. As always, have a great weekend, too, uh, as we get closer to it. You too. All right. Bye bye. Dr. Gans Ference is a registered psychologist, regular guest here once a month. How does it make you feel? Dr. Gans here on 630 Chat.